What's going on guys, Mystery Matt here with an update to our Delphi podcast. So I'm just going to throw it over to Sarah and we'll see you guys on the next podcast. Don't forget to like and share. Thanks guys. Hello everybody. Uh, so we have some developments that have taken place in the Delphi case as of April 2022. Um, last time we had discussed the um, stuff with Kagan... Anthony Klein, a.k.a. Anthony Schatz. Some more stuff has come out about that. Um, last thing I believe I talked about was the transcripts that were leaked of a police interview. So, moving on from that. So, as you know, he failed the polygraph. Um, he admitted, but admitted to having contact with Libby, but denied killing her and Abby. Um, but And also that he deleted his Snapchat and Instagram accounts. And the, the transcripts alluded to there being two different language patterns and that the police believe there's possibly two people who had access to those accounts. Um, I don't really want to exploit the source that I got this from, but it has come out that Libby was indeed planning on meeting up with who she believed to be Anthony Schatz on the day that her and Abby were um, murdered. It also came out recently on May 11th that um, from um, from Libby's grandmother, Becky Patty, that police did have DNA in the case, but was not able to cite the source. And as of yesterday, there's been a big development. Um, if you believe, um, if you believe, if you remember, I had mentioned that an unofficial suspect, um, he was never really named a suspect, was the 77-year-old Ron, Ronald Logan, who owned the property in which the bodies of Abby and Libby were found on. Um... He has now become a possible suspect. He had put himself in jail when he told the police that he was out on a dump run that day and he was driving without a license because he had his license suspended in 2014 under DUI conviction. Um, he was seen at the dump, but also in the restaurant drinking alcohol, violating his probation. Logan faced up to four years in prison back at home detention instead. We had said that was a pretty solid alibi getting yourself convicted because you violated a probation to prove he didn't kill two girls but the problem is he was at the dump that day it was just earlier in the day it was around 11 so what's come out since then regarding ronald logan has been the following yeah an fbi agent recently released some court documents describing details of a search warrant for ronald logan's property on march 17th 2017 the girl's bodies were found and recovered on his property and his property line goes quite far almost down to deer creek um, if you had mentioned, uh, like, I, as I had mentioned that based on my research, that was what his alibi was, was driving to the dump and, you know, found drinking in Tippecanoe County, violating his probation. Well, um, apparently the nine page document described what investigators found when they discovered the bodies of Abby and Libby. A large amount of blood was lost by the victims at the crime scene. Because of the nature of the wounds, the perpetrator would have gotten blood on himself, whether his clothes or on his person. Two articles of clothing were missing from one of the girls, but they didn't say which articles, and the rest were the rest of their clothing were recovered. Their bodies had appeared to be moved and staged. I don't know. It didn't really clarify whether the bodies were moved to the site in which they were found and then staged, or they were moved at the scene in a different way and staged. It, it's unclear. That also the entire video taken from Libby's phone, which we saw the three second clip of Bridge Guy doing that little weird walk thing where they just kind of looped it and where he says, guys, down the hill. 
was 43 seconds long in length in its entirety, and there was no visible signs of a struggle or fight. Um, on the day the girls went missing, Logan said someone drove him to an aquarium store in Lafayette, but the FBI agents, FBI, FBI agents found his statement to be false and intentionally misleading and deceiving the law enforcement officers. Um, quote from the FBI agent was based on investigators experience. It is reasonable to believe that the creation of an alibi prior to the discovery of a crime indicates culpability or knowledge of the crime, unquote. So what this means is that he had, um, talked to, I think it was his cousin or his nephew. I'm not sure which I can't remember what the document said. And asked him the morning of February 14th, before the bodies of the two girls were found, to give him an alibi saying that they were in Lafayette at an aquarium store between 2.30 and 5 o'clock. Now, the FBI agents did recover a receipt from an aquarium store from that day, but the timestamp on that receipt was 5.30 p.m. <coughs> Excuse me. So, basically, he set up his alibi before the bodies were found, which is very suspicious. Um, if Ronald Logan is indeed the suspect or the perpetrator of these of this of this murder, um, it's going to be unfortunate because the families will not be able to get any answers. They will not be able to get proper justice for their daughters and granddaughters um, because Logan died in 2020. Um, it doesn't mean that Anthony or Kagan Anthony Klein, aka Anthony Schatz, is off the hook because he's still not. There has not been any charges laid to anybody. There has not been an official a statement made regarding what the um, outcome of the DNA tests have been. Um, I imagine they're still waiting on that. Um, as of right now, that's where we're at in the case. It's major breaking news, and I. I hate to say that I was kind of right when I found that Ronald Logan was a little suspicious when I was researching the original podcast. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the first two parts of the Delphi podcast, you can please go back and do that. They're excellent. Um, we really want to get the case known to people. It's it's a heartbreaking, tragic case, but one that really tugged at my heartstrings while I was when I found out about it, and I really wanted to cover it to help the case move forward. Um, so if anybody has any information out there about Ronald Logan or Kagan, Anthony Klein, Anthony Schatz, if you had contact with Anthony Schatz through social media, you can contact the police. You can find that information on the Mystery Map Fan Club page on Facebook. Um, I'll relink it later tonight. Um, and yeah, that's everything. So thank you very much. And, uh, We'll try to keep you updated. There might be some updates coming on JonBenet Ramsey, just to give you a heads up. Um, her father, John Ramsey, has started a petition to have the governor of Colorado remove the case from the Boulder Police Department. Um, and he wants testing of evidence that has yet to be tested from the case. So there's been evidence that was collected in 1996 that has not been tested. So he's petitioning to have the governor outsource testing for that stuff as well as DNA. And he also is hoping to do genealogy DNA, which is the genetic DNA where they take the DNA and they can kind of go down the family tree for through the genetics of it. Um, anyway, so if there's anything more about that, we will do an update on that too. So as of right now, those two unsolved cases, that's as far as we have in terms of information. But hey, the Delphi one is moving forward, which is great. They have a lot of information. They've got at least two suspects. 
And I just hope that the family can get the answers that they, they've been seeking through the last five and a bit years. Um, and hopefully that these girls can finally find peace. Thank you very much and have a good night.